You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. That sound you are hearing means it is officially September. Yes, sir. September 83rd finally has arrived. Let's go, baby. Yes, we've made it. Today's episode of Locked on Spartans is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Welcome to Locked on Spartans. It is September 1st. The year is 2020. My name is Will Hunter. I am joined by my just constantly bombarding recruits with phone calls and DMs co-host Matt Sheehan. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I, I was too busy DMing every single recruit for the 2021 <laughs> class, 2022 class, 2023 class, and select from the 2024 class. You'll have to ex- excuse me over here. Well, apologies. How are you doing, by the way? I'm okay. Okay. Well, we'll shoot for okay. I, I, I think okay plays these days. So <laughs> congrats on just being okay. Yeah. I I should have brought this up on Monday's show, but over the weekend I went to – I had a wedding baby shower combo. Um, they were both same outside, ev- so we are good. Same event or, or no? No, no, no. Combo uh, weekend. Okay, okay. okay. Um, and at the baby shower, there was some, some volleyball. Oh, is, wow. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. That's a great shower. Uh, wow. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was wild. Um and I realized just how washed I am as an athlete. That will be a reckoning for you these days because I was at a bachelor party now a week and a half ago at this point, and my yeah. arm is still hanging on by a thread for two. <laughs> I, that that's the number two games of wiffle ball uh we played <laughs> over the course of the weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I my played, arm has been right. <laughs> I played two games of backyard volleyball. I'm mm-hmm. having trouble walking up and down stairs because my Perfect. knees, both yep. knees. <laughs> okay, good. Today, today, <laughs> so I have some woods uh, behind my house, and I had uh, an, an old cucumber in the fridge that was just mm-hmm. like, all right, this is. It, it wasn't rotten, but it was like, all right, this isn't good. Okay. And we have some deer that'll walk through, and some other wildlife. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna chuck this into the woods. I'm gonna get it beyond the fence line so the dogs can't get it. I'm up on a deck high above the ground like it's not a far throw and I'm like I'm just gonna nice easy toss and I threw it and I just felt my entire body like scream no and my shoulder and I I, I probably hit like two spikes in the whole volleyball game like two and my shoulder just is done uh, we only have so many bullets in the arm these days, whether it be spikes, yeah. wiffle ball tosses, uh, bag toss throws. Yeah, we are big wash, man. We're so lame. Oh, my God. But hey, I had, uh, what are going to do? <laughs> I had a friend uh, during the volleyball game who made like three quick steps and like got down on a knee to hit a ball. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after, like, couldn't take a step to go hit the return. <laughs> and I was making fun of him for it. He's like, I saved up energy for a week to hit that shot. <laughs> Expended it all on, on three steps and a kneel down to hit a volleyball. And, like, it was all gone. All the reserves I, built up for a week were all gone. I get it, man. Uh, yeah. Like it. <laughs> so 
Feeling especially washed today. Uh, September 1st means, Matt and I kind of alluded mm-hmm. to it, it's an exciting day for the uh, soon-to-be junior football recruits. Coaches can officially start contacting them with recruiting materials, recruiting pitches, etc., etc. So you're going to see, uh, we see a lot of graphics with the MSU social media team, recruits uh, tweeting graphics that they get sent. Those have all been from incoming seniors. Uh, in mm-hmm. high school, you're going to start seeing them come from the class of 2022. Now, that'll probably be the biggest impact that any of us see. Uh, but it really yep. will, the things will start heating up for the class of 2022. Uh, you know, some players have committed already. That's early, and you can do that. You can get a verbal offer and commit to it. But as we all know in recruiting, that means almost nothing. Uh, but you're going to start yep. seeing things. Uh, really take off here and in the next few months you're going to get some commits and then it'll probably take a break and then next winter spring it'll go into light speed and everyone will start rolling uh, through the summer there so yeah big day September 1st uh, for the recruiting world on today's show yes talk to me we're going to talk about not recruiting but we're still going to talk about the future of MSU football Matt perfect recruiting is a nice little segue to it Uh, not We're not going that far in the future with the class of 2022. It's a little far in the future, but we are going to power rank the position groups on Michigan State's football team for not this upcoming season, but the year after that. So whenever they play this year, whether it's November, December, January, whatever month comes after January, I don't remember. Uh, I think it's March. They're all March. Okay. Whatever March they play football in, we're not talking about that yeah. season. That's a good rule. We're sound. talking about <laughs> we're talking about the season after that. We're just going to go through the position groups and sort of power rank how good we feel about what they will be. You know, almost two full years under the Mel Tucker and company tutelage. So that's what mm-hmm. we're going to do for the whole show. We're going to really, I think, get into some nitty gritty. Uh, talk about guys down on the depth chart that you may not know about yet or you may know a little bit about but are going to be learning more about and you know, kind of make arguments for what our groups are. We're going to go t- top six. We were going to do top five, but it, I wanted to do top six, and you'll see why once we I think get going. I, I think I know why. but What's yeah. your guess? Maybe a team that's special, perhaps. Maybe uh, part of them. Maybe a gentleman had used their feet. For their skills, no. Never mind then. Okay, carry on. Carry, carry on. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, are you ready? Yeah. Can I hijack this for a quick thirty seconds? Do, do you mind? Sure. Hit me. So to, today is our Locked On Spartans one hundredth show, wow. doing a podcast about college sports specifically michigan state it is our 100th show since michigan state has played an actual sporting event and that would of course be senior day men's basketball against ohio state so while this may sound at first like we're gonna break our own hands patting our back hey way to do 100 shows will at a babe you're, you're just the best you really are will i i really do appreciate doing this with you the entire summer i have to give a major hug over this microphone to all listeners um whether it's been 100 shows 50 shows or all 100 shows that you've listened to we cannot thank you enough for sticking with us during this essentially sportless period over the entire summer and 
I, there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to justify how much we appreciate all you guys listening throughout this entire summer with no sports and whatnot and what's soon to be a fall with, well, another absence of more sports. So as we approach number 100, all we can think about and think is the listeners. So, guys, thank you so much for staying tuned to Lockdown Spartans over the summer and the, the last few weeks, which have been anywhere from 10 weeks to 40 weeks. I don't know. I'm so bad with time these days. I really don't know how long it's been week-wise. All I can tell is just how long it's been show-wise, and it's been 100. So, guys, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. Got to give daps to the listeners. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. There you go. Um, all right. Let's do this. We'll do, we got time. We'll do position group six on our rankings. Oh, we're starting at six. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're starting at six. We build the one. Okay, that's fine. So I'll go first then since you're not okay. ready. No, it's All probably right. the same that I have. How would it be? Okay. <laughs> How would it be the same? Uh, all right. Number six for me is uh, quarterback. And that's why I wanted to do it. I wanted to do six. It's it's the same as mine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, yeah, go ahead and talk about the okay. quarterback position. You'll see why. It, it, it seems it seems pretty obvious how quarterback can be number six here on this chart. Well, there's a it's, few. There's still a few position groups I left off that I'm like, well, I don't, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know. I. Go oh, on. you know what? Hmm. No, I'm going to stick with six. Okay. Okay. So in two years, uh, well, if Rocky Lombardi, here's the, the thinking. If Rocky Lombardi is, is the starter and still playing, you would think like, okay, he did some good things, enough to earn the job. They didn't turn the page and look to the future immediately. So if Rocky Lombardi is the guy there, then you're feeling okay about that. Sure, sure. I think, be, I think behind him, we know Theo Day had a nice recruiting pedigree. Uh, and we know Peyton Thorne has been someone who has excited uh, in practice. And that's all well and good, right? It's like, okay, you feel yeah. all right about yeah. those as younger mm-hmm. options. And you're just not quite all the way there yet. Not It's like if, if Peyton Thorne was like a high four-star recruit, maybe you bump it up. Like, yeah, Peyton Thorne's going to be the guy here in a couple of years. And by this time in, in 2021, he's going to be the starter and we feel excited about that it's not quite there um and then as for anthony kim i'm not you know it's tough to expect or noah kim not anthony kim noah kim um mm-hmm. you know yeah. he was kind of a middling ish recruit not super highly rated tough uh, to really so- know anything expect anything from him and theo or not theo day gosh hamp fay i'm gonna get these names right the uh you're doing great you're fine yeah the 2021 commit right now a is not signed he's just committed who knows what will happen there he's played three games of varsity football i'm as high on his talent and abilities as anybody i think he's dramatically underrated uh but to think he would come in and play as a true freshman not quite there yet if we're doing 2023 you know maybe i'm sliding up uh the quarterbacks because i like him uh, relative to a number of guys that they've recruited or signed recently, um, but he's uh, he's just too far out in the future for a, a Hamp Fay to factor into this. So I think it's okay. It's not great, uh, and that's what I slot into number six for me. 
ditto can, can i just say ditto is that fine we, we, we gotta go to break anyway and i'm not gonna say anything better than you just did right there because i share the same sentiment as you do about that believe it or group. not matt and i get paid the same amount of money <laughs> rockauto.com <laughs> family business we're gonna go th- we're gonna come back and we're gonna do uh, groups five four and maybe three. <laughs> what else can i say about them it's a rockauto.com <sighs> is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts, the tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic car daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. No, Matt, I'm not going to go to you during this read because oh, you're God. not oh, doing man. any legwork during the show. I had a good so zinger. I'm I had a good zinger. Oh, Best of man. all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? What do you want to say, Matt? Well, you, you were going to say, what kind of car parts can you get? And I was going to say, well, a better podcast host was <laughs> the first thing I was going to say. I, oh, man, I had some queued up for that, too. You cannot uh, get a podcast host at rockauto.com, but you can get pretty much any car part you would ever need. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Woo! All right, Matt, since you just killed it last segment, why don't you what start What else could I possibly add on top of the quarterback list? Give me your number five. Linebackers. Linebackers. Are you serious? Mine's linebackers number five for me, Great. too. Great. Fantastic. Okay, so <sighs> Noah Harvey. Uh, I, I like everything I've – well, I was going to say seen uh, and heard, but really, like, it's more so here than see. Noah Harvey got a few reps last year. Um were those most serious steps in the entire world? Yeah, it's up for you guys to decide. But no, like I like Noah Harvey. Um, and when it comes to you like what you hear, opposed to what you see, especially uh, Chase Klein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lot, Chase Klein's my guy. Lot of buzz around Chase Klein, and really there has been ever since he came out of high school too. So like, whether it be in the spring or the following fall or both seasons, uh, it sounds like that. Yeah, he could be the guy and. When Antoine Simmons says he's not going to go pro, you kind of like that position group a little more. So, like, that's your three Antoine right there. Simmons is not in this. Let's say he just stays for a magical other year. Wait, how is he not in this? I, I, I thought it's 2021. Since... He's a senior. I see what you're saying now. Anyway, with that said, you still got Luke Fulton. You still have Marcel Lewis. You still have um, Devin Hightower also in the class, too. He'll be probably a younger guy. I don't know how much run he will get as well. But, yeah, with the core of Harvey, Klein, Fulton, Lewis, Hightower, I feel like it's comfortable for number five, right? I mean, well, obviously you think it's right because you have the same ranking as I do. Oh, one time for uh, Cal Holiday, by the way. I, I also feel pretty good about him as well. Yeah, a name you didn't mention, at least I didn't hear, was uh, Luke Fulton, who is a top 400-ish recruit. Uh, In the 2019 class, will be a redshirt sophomore that year. Could be uh, in line to start. At middle linebacker, Jessler Boateng is another guy who is pretty well regarded. Chase Klein, uh, you mentioned getting... Mm-hmm. Uh, what what did uh, Simmons say he was going to be a dude? Something along those lines. A dude. We talked to Kenny Wilkes a few months ago, too. It was like, all right, who's yeah. a crazy person coming up? And he yeah. said, yep, Klein. Yeah. Oh, okay. We didn't even finish our question before we answered that one. He was uh, very prompt on that answer for who's going to be the crazy guy in the linebackers group. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, 
I like Darius Snow's future as a hybrid linebacker safety type. Yeah, so I don't know where to put moves. him because I, I know two four seven has him as a linebacker, but like that's just I, I got a hard time believing he will be a true linebacker huh? unless you do. No, he's, so he won't be one of the true like linebackers. There's going to be a lot of positional versatility in mm-hmm. MSU's new scheme. There are going to be linebackers who are going to switch between safety and linebacker depending on the opponent's formation. There's going to be defensive ends who switch from defensive line to linebacker, defensive tackles who switch from defensive end to defensive tackle based on formations. Also that you can kind of sub-packages, use sub-packages without actually having having to sub out people. Mm -hmm. So I think... The way he plays and just sort of his scouting report, like he'll play a lot of safety, but he's also going to spend time in the box. I think you could see Antoine Simmons play a little bit of that sort of stuff too. Uh, once we get back to football, uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I think there's some promising young guys. You wish there was, I don't know, like Chase Klein's solid and all, but there's not really a four-star, a couple four-stars, like, waiting in the wings. Like, there's some solid, good recruiting depth, but it's not excellent. Uh, so that's why I dropped him down to number five. Fair. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's not in the upper half of that. What's your so number yeah. four, Matt? O-line. Offensive O-line. line. I, yeah. I, what, what, what's your immediate vibe off that hearing O-line is my number four? Not high enough. Not high enough, really. Yeah, yeah, but tell me why you have offensive line at number four. I mean, I, I just think of the, the foundation of J.D. Duplain and Nick Samick, first of all. Um, Devontae Dobbs, of course. I mean, that, that's the third guy in that foundation, for sure, no doubt. And then, like, you got guys like Jacob Isay out there. Like, I don't know what he's going to be able to do and whatnot. I don't know. Like, it's a lot of guys that do have talent, but... I guess not a lot of experience and or production so far, but it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I hear a lot of good things about these guys. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, like I also heard a lot of good things about offensive line last few years, and they also went down, uh, if not during the season, before the season even started for injuries. So, yeah, I'm sorry if I'm a little gun-shy and PTSD-ish on offensive line, guys. But, yeah, like everything I see and hear – I do feel cautiously optimistic about the offensive line, but yeah, this is the year to kind of show more about that and actually show the proof in the pudding here. Okay. My, uh, I will talk about, I'll give you my thoughts on offensive line in a little bit. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. My number four is the defensive line. You know what? Did not even have them in my top six. Really? As a spoiler. I did on, not. No. On accident or on purpose? Uh, kind of on purpose, yeah. Um, a lot of mystery on there, I think, uh, is is my main thing. It's just mystery. That's okay. all I have, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, after this year, they're going to cycle out some older guys who've been, I don't know, depth chart buried, sort of. I, and Naquan sure. Jones is a good player. No, of course. And I think will be effective. But someone like Drew Beasley can do some stuff, but he's someone who's just like, yeah, they've, there's been better options. Right. Uh, Jacob Panashuk's been a good player, certainly. And so they're going to cycle that out, and it'll be up to sort of the next group uh, to take over from there. I really like Michael Fletcher. I think he's going to be a stud. Yeah, for sure. Yep. He is a monster. His arms can reach from sideline to sideline. <laughs> uh, we heard great things about Jalen Hunt, another young guy yeah. on the defensive line that Michigan State kind of swooped in. He, he gets forgotten about because his recruitment was weird. It was. Uh, but he ended up late 
uh, in the 2020 or 2019 class. So mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, they it's tough because they added so many young guys in the 2020 class on the defensive line. Like Simeon Barrow Jr. could certainly pan out to be something. Kyle yep. King, Avery Dunn. Like Avery Dunn's a total project, but he's... Like six five ish, and he's two fifteen right now. Like fill that out a little bit, and you could be certainly looking at uh, an interesting player there. But I, I just really like Mike Fletcher. I really like Jacob Slade, who's going to be uh, a, like a second year starter, and the defensive line got rotation snaps as a redshirt freshman. I think he's going to be really good as a redshirt junior and eventually redshirt senior. Uh, mm-hmm. Deshaun Mallory's another guy yep, there sure. who I think is going to be a good player. So there's. I don't know. I, I guess just Mike Fletcher is really maybe I should have had. Well, I got him at four. Maybe I should have had him at five uh, and swapped with the linebackers. But I just think also Ron Burton is, that a, is a big that factor helps. there. Yep, I, I think sure. someone develops uh, alongside Fletcher. Uh, well, Gissinger moved to tight end, didn't he? Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Um, the other Slade is it. Zach. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Zach. Jacob's the D tackle. Zach's going to potentially play some defensive end, and he's kind of uh, intriguing. He's the one who had a uh, interception, I think, like a forced fumble in the uh, spring game last year, but then tore his ACL. So I like his potential as well. I think there's just some really intriguing players there, and I, and I again, I really think Mike Fletcher is going to be a, just a total stud at that spot. So that's why I got him at number four, Matt. No, I don't hate that at all. But yeah, it was just like I said at the beginning, like all those talented guys that you named, like hadn't haven't just seen enough reps from them, I guess, to be confident yeah. enough to put them in the top six. I guess if I had to, I would put the quarterbacks and put them in there in hindsight. But I, I, I don't know. I need to see it. Well, need to see it. Yeah, and again, Ron Burton is certainly playing a role. Yeah, for sure, that helps. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back and we'll do our top three groups. Uh, in just a second. But first, a word from Home Field Apparel, Matt. The best. The best. We're going to be hearing a lot more about Home Field as we move through what should be a football season, but uh, won't be a football season. But Home Field is back with Locked On Spartans. Home Field Apparel makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They are the go-to spot, the number one brand for vintage college football apparel, Matt. Whoop. Yeah, they are. God, so comfortable. I'm actually wearing a shirt right now. The uh, MSU nice. Script Hockey Print T-shirt. God, it feels there. like I'm wearing a cloud right now. So good. <laughs> they just came out with some Colorado School of the Mind stuff, which is incredible. Like they Fire. Every single week they release a Fire. new school, and they have just been absolutely flames every single time. They did Michigan State's on August 1st, about a month ago. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to homefieldapparel.com right now. Check it out. You're going to want to buy a bunch of shirts, and you get 20% off your first purchase with the promo code ONSPARTANS, one word, ONSPARTANS. And it's not just MSU stuff like I mentioned. They've got Central Michigan, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Ferris, Wayne State, UDM, Hope, schools from all over the country. Fire incredible. They had Slippery Rock a couple weeks ago they released, and they're incredible. There's a giant rock wearing a fur coat with a, a Rocky hat on, like it's awesome. They find God. these old school logos from programs, yearbooks, things like that, and just make absolutely incredible shirts that uh, it's really hard to not spend money on, Matt. 
Oh, my wallet is crying right now currently. Yeah, it's yes. I feel horrible for it. Yeah, yes. that's what it is. It's yes. Homefield so, Apparel. I don't know what to say. Go to homefieldapparel.com, enter promo code on Spartans, one word, and you'll get 20% off your first purchase of gear at homefieldapparel.com. All right, Matt, let's go to – I'll do my number three first because it's the offensive line. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So uh, Coach Cap's a big reason here, similar to the defensive line. Sure. Uh, that matters to me. I think he is going to do a good job. And I, like you mentioned, Samak, Devontae Dobbs, J.D. Duplain. Those mm-hmm. three, I think you feel okay about what they did as true freshmen. Dobbs is now redshirt freshman. Samak and Duplain are true sophomores. You feel like that can be the anchor interior of your offensive line for the next couple of years. And then from there, you know, Spencer Brown is kind of a projecty type at tackle, was is highly thought of as a recruit because he's got the tools. Yep. But you, you know, you gotta see if that works out. Uh, same goes for Damon Kaler. Like they've got uh, a couple of, I don't know, I guess project E tackles that they, <laughs> there's not like a true tackle ready made. That's not a project that's young on the roster. Is that, that an important sense. position? Is, is that important by any it chance is. or no? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Is. All, all right, the proven, <laughs> okay. all the, it seems like all the proven players are on the interior, but there's enough guys on the edge that are intriguing enough and like profile as someone like, all right, they're going to develop someone here and it's going to work out, right? That's, yep. I, I, I'm, I have confidence that they will develop someone here and it will work out. And, you know, Kevin Jarvis will be a senior. He's done some tackle work. We'll see if that uh, is in his cards as well. Matt Carrick will be a senior then. Jacob Isaiah. Uh, did you mention Isaiah? Yep. Yeah. I thought you did. Um, we'll see if James he actually Ohanba. gets the flex out there. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. James Ohanba. Damon Kaler, who I mentioned, 6'6", 315. Spencer Brown, 6'6", around 300. Like, those are two guys that, like, they'll be redshirt sophomores, and you feel like one of them will be able to hit by then and be able to play. So I think I feel so secure about the interior three guys, and I feel like there's enough options at tackle that they'll be able to figure it out. Someone will step up and you know take over at left tackle, and then they'll have a right tackle. Like I, I, a lot of faith in Coach Cap for this one, but I think there's a lot of intriguing talent there. And just like I said, that interior three, I'm locked in on them. I feel great about those guys. Yeah, can't complain there. I'll, I'll be really quick with my number three right now, um, just because I not a lot, not a lot of explanation. Uh, running backs, Eli Collins. Anthony Williams, Brandon Wright, Jordan Simmons. I feel like with that quartet of four, that's a strong stable that you could find some talent out of. Collins has proven himself. Anthony Williams, I feel like you get like a good weight room year out of him. Like I feel like he'll be he's got to get stronger legs beneath him because he has the moves, he has the the vision. He just got he has to get the strength beneath him. And then Jordan Simmons and Brandon Wright is a guy we heard a lot about, but didn't really see on the field. But yeah, I, that, that's why running backs, my number three, like just a lot of talent in that room right there. Just between those four guys. I did not include running back. 
I, I can see why. I, I, I can see that. My yeah. answer, my reasoning why is because I think Eli's gone. Oh, that, okay. That's, that's like the reason why. Okay. And I like Jordan Simmons as a recruit. Sure. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I like Anthony Williams as a change of pace guy. Like yeah. he's uh, okay. Feel good about Anthony Williams being around, being a change of pace guy. I have no idea about Brandon Wright mm-hmm. at all. The one I, ball guy, which I yeah, like. I, I mean, I, yeah. he's got six carries. I, we have no idea about him at all. We do not know about Jordan Simmons. I feel like if you check back in with me in a year, they could be like mm-hmm. third on this list. Yeah. But right now, like I'm 100% going off the assumption that Eli Collins will have. Uh, a really great year, and he'll look at the thing, like the the surrounding draft. picture, yeah, yeah, and be like, you know what? I'm probably not going to increase my stock a ton. I've got hundreds of carries on my legs already. I need to get to the NFL, and that's kind of the game with running backs. Is like you got to get there asap. It's weird because you redshirted pro running backs, all Big Ten, all conference running backs. You know, it feels like they never redshirt anymore. Like you get in, you do your three years, and you go on to the NFL. Yep. I think that's the case with him, and we just didn't get the freshman season, the true freshman season. So he'll, I think he leaves as a redshirt sophomore. As of now, we'll see. Okay. Got to have a good season, but I'm assuming Eli Collins is gone by 2021, uh, the fall of 2021. Okay. Then I didn't, I didn't include them. If he's in there, if Eli Collins comes back for his redshirt junior year, which would be his fourth year at MSU, you know, you could slot them in three, four, somewhere in there for sure. Okay. Feel good about that. But yeah, right now I'm projecting they'll have a good change of pace back, a good receiving back type guy in Anthony Williams Jr. And then a couple question marks that you feel okay about, but just don't quite know yet. And then in terms of recruiting at that position uh, and other classes, it just, it's, not quite there. Like all their all their running backs are in the same class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Connor Hayward, Ladarius Jefferson. You know. So there's not a lot of diversity in the class, if you will. All right. My mm, number two no. is the defensive backfield. Likewise. Yep. Same. Um. Let's see. I think Julian. Take it Barnett, away from me, Will. <laughs> yeah. I think Julian Barnett's going to be a total stud. Like. Yep. Really, totally. really, really good. Like, he's a top 60 recruit, Matt. <laughs> and he's 60. He was at for a reason. Yep. Yeah, 60, 200 ish. Phenomenal athlete. Long arms. He's going to be taught by the best uh, in the bang stick. The bang and, uh, stick? Yeah, Barnett teaching Barnett. Like, he's a phenomenal talent. I think he'll be there for two more years. That'll be his true junior year. I think it'll be his best season at MSU. He'll be an all conference type player. And then he'll be on his merry way to the NFL draft. I, I think he's just super talented and he's going to be great there. I think Xavier Henderson's still around as well, yep. mm-hmm. uh, being a really good safety. I think on the opposite side, there's enough good candidates. Kalon Gervin, uh, who had a tough go of it as a redshirt freshman, but that stuff can it can take time as a defensive back to transition. You know, you feel like he could be a player potentially. Michael Dell will still be back there. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I, I want to make sure I don't leave anybody out on my depth chart here. Uh, da, 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 da. So I have Darius Snow like on my Darius notes Snow, as a D back. Yeah, and then also Davion Williams as well. Yes. Um, just to offer help. Yeah, Belleville, what's up? Um, 
Yeah, and Tate I don't Hallock. know if I'm missing Tate it. Hallock. That was yeah, like, there's yeah. that kind of safety somewhere. Tate Hallock will be a safety. Yeah, I think there's going to be at least two total studs there. I, I feel like Darius Snow will be a solid player. He's going to, like I said, mostly play safety, do some linebacker stuff. I like Angelo Gross as well. He's kind of the dark horse to be uh, a starter this year with his late rise. Like he is Shakur Brown as well, perhaps. Shakur Brown, yeah. Know, scripting plays out there, Shakespeare. Yeah, that's well done. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but Angelo Gross ended up as a four-star recruit by twenty-four-seven uh, after a phenomenal senior year. Was was one of the best high school football players in all of Ohio. Come in the class of twenty twenty, so he'll be in his second year at MSU there. So, yeah, there's a couple locked-in four-star stud starters, couple depth guys that are four stars that are young that are good recruiting pedigree that you feel like whoever wins out there you're going to end up with two really, really great players back there, another at least solid good player, and then another starter-level player, which makes for a pretty darn good backfield. Mm-hmm. Should I just funnel right into number one? Go ahead. We, it's we, we have the same one. Yeah, well, it, we either have the same one or we are on two different planets right now with number one <laughs> right now. Uh, I have the group with Jaden Reed, Trey Mosley, Ian Stewart, Terry Lockett, perhaps C.J. Hayes, and if, 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 he's healthy, Jalen Naylor. Yeah. Trayvon Morgan as well. Excuse me. I forgot. Yeah, that. Trayvon name. Morgan like, yeah, might be the one that, that we need to talk about too. the most. Yeah. But the wide receiver. Yep. Uh, n- number one. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, the most talent, the, the most collection of talent uh, right now at MSU is in the receiver room. Uh, whether Speedy can stay healthy. Right. We'll see. Uh, but Trey Mosley is good, is going to be good. Jaden Reed is going to be awesome, and he'll be here for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, I guess, if he blows up his redshirt sophomore year and goes pro, who knows. But hopefully Jaden Reed will still be around. Uh, you mentioned the young guys coming in. Trayvon Morgan is uh, like huge. I don't know if yeah. you saw the picture that got posted. Like he's not just like six five, six six. He's also jacked. He's seven <laughs> foot ten, six hundred pounds, one percent body fat. That's, that's what he's rocking yeah. right now. Yeah, he was uh, a late riser. He went from like Mac offers to like, oh, this dude's almost the four star. Right. Um, and he, he probably would have played as a true freshman, but he got hurt. But he looks to be fully back to healthy. You mentioned Ricky White, Tyler Lockett, or Terry Lockett, mm-hmm. Ian Stewart, like. Those are all that's Chavez really, Alexander. Really I forgot him as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just a bunch of talent, and you're gonna reg- like it's. It seems impossible that th- there won't be three really good receivers uh, in that room in two years. That's what I'm feeling, and I feel kind of hypocritical leaving uh, the defensive line out because we haven't seen a lot of production from the defensive line. But like at the same time, we haven't seen a lot of production from the guys that we've named. But like, God, I just love the talent on here it's overwhelming compared to the it's overwhelming but like i also on the other hand think like well let's have a dial a short dialogue uh the guys thrown to them are like the sixth fringe almost missed out on the top six guys that we were talking about like i rank the quarterbacks as number six and really like i i could have had argument for them being seventh or eighth too like yeah do the tight ends even jump over them too for a hot second? Or? 
Not really. What I'm trying I mean, to say is, like, I'm not really moved by the quarterbacks, and unfortunately, the wide receivers. Here's you ready for this hot takes? The wide receivers kind of depend on the quarterbacks being being yeah. good at their yeah. job. To, but hey, regardless, baseline quarterbacks uh, make these guys good. So please just be baseline. Please just be okay. I beg you. Yeah. These guys are so good. Don't waste their talents. <laughs> I feel like I should have running backs at six and quarterbacks at seven. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough. I, I, I don't know. I guess the Eli Collins thing is really uh, weighing on me there, Matt. We, we had two different uh, wavelengths uh, of thought there for sure. But eh, you That's know fair. what? It's about time that happens. I'm sick of agreeing with you all these times, Will. It's, it's yes. got to change eventually. I'm glad we agree on the, uh, the wide receivers, though. That seemed like the easiest one. See, I thought so, but like I'm making this like top six. I'm like, Jesus, this could be way off. Like, Will could have this flipped over plus another position group that I don't even have on here. Yikes! But now I, I feel like that was pretty harmonious for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah for the All most right. part. Nice. Okay. Sorry, right, sorry for the kickers, the punters, but hey, that's yeah, okay. That's gonna do it for us here at Locked On Spartans. We'll be back Thursday. Thursday. What are we gonna do, Matt? Duh. Yes. Right on. Yeah. We got an interesting Tom Izzo quote <laughs> that we didn't get to today that we will talk about. No, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's not super pressing, so we just kind of saved it. So uh, we'll it's evergreen, which is kind of the point of that bit. You'll you'll find out on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, and maybe uh, we'll have some recruiting stuff to talk about as well. There's some rumblings. Oh, there's always some rumblings. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks so much for listening. Check out Home Field Apparel. Check out rockauto.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe, Matt. Take us home. Just one more time. Happy 100th episode since sports were a thing in MSU. To you, Will, to you, and especially to all you, the beautiful, fine listeners at home, in your car, in the field, wherever on earth you guys listen to us. Thank you guys so much. All right. Go Green.